This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello and welcome to a special Blood Red spin-off podcast. Hopefully you'll know by now that we regularly track the fortunes of Liverpool's under-18 and under-23 teams in our academy show, and we will be providing a quick update on those sides in this podcast. But our main focus in this show is on Liverpool FC women. It was a summer of massive change for the club after the majority of last season's squad left along with manager Scott Rogers. Former Leeds United manager Neil Redfern replaced Rogers, and he set about rebuilding a completely new team. But the Reds were rocked when Redfern quit after just two matches in charge. A 1-0 defeat to Manchester United in the League Cup and then a 5-0 loss at Arsenal in their opening Women's Super League match of the season. But under the caretaker control of former Liverpool and England men's goalkeeper Chris Kirkland and Redfern's first team coach Vicky Jepsen, the side have bounced back. They won their League Cup tie at Durham on penalties before they picked up their first points of the Women's Super League season with a 1-0 win at Brighton. That means spirits have been lifted going into the Reds' first home league game of the season this Sunday against Reading. The game will take place at Prenton Park and kicks off at 2pm and is free to Liverpool and Tramia Rovers season ticket holders as well as LFC official members. And to preview the match, our Liverpool FC correspondent James Pearce caught up with Chris Kirkland. It's a really good interview which you can listen to in full now. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Yeah, delighted to be joined today by uh, former Liverpool goalkeeper Chris Kirkland, who uh, is currently caretaker manager as well for Liverpool FC Women. Uh, how are you, Chris? Very good, thank you. Yeah, very good. Um, just to say, I've, I've said it a few times already, but just to clarify, well, we're all, although I'm the spokesperson, we're all doing it together. So we've got Vicky Jetson, who's uh, got tremendous experience in the women's game. So she's come on and done a lot of the coaching on the training pitch. We've got yeah. Alan who's the fitness coach who, who has a big, big input and a big say in what the, the training schedule looks like. And Jordan, who's the analyst guy, everybody knows how important analyst people are at the club. And we've got Hina, the physio. So all five of us are, are pulling in together and say not one of us are in, you know, in sole charge of all working together to, to provide the best we can for the, for the girls, for the squad, which is, uh, which is the main point. Who's picking the team then? Is that a collective uh, well, thing? We, we do that together. Yeah. We all decide what, you know, what the best team is together. So uh, we do that, but at the minute it's, it's picking itself at the minute because we've got quite a few injuries. So uh, yeah, we've not got that many to pick from at the minute. But yeah, we all we all come up with a game plan together, and um, as I said, we all make the decisions together. Yeah, fair to say it's been an, an eventful start to the season for for the for Liverpool FC women. It has, yeah. It's been it's been yeah, it's been obviously we uh, all the hopes were high, you know when when. The appointments were made with Neil, and obviously he brought me in, which I was I was grateful for. Uh, Neil left obviously for his for his own reasons. Um, we were all gutted to see that. Uh, the, you know, the ladies really talked to him. We all did all the staff talked to him really instantly. He was a great chap, very infectious. Uh, knew his stuff. Obviously, he's got tremendous experience in football. So we were all gutted, but we know also that you know in football these things happen, and you have to move on quickly. And, and the girls have adapted fantastic to that. You know, they've took on everything that we've tried to to say to them the last 10 days but obviously you know the, the club will make an appointment when they can but until then we are we're holding the ship down as, as holding the fort down as they say it's, we look forward to Sunday now that's the, that's the next big game on Sunday against Reading and uh, that's all we're focused on Were, were you shocked by Neil's departure or did, or did you think it might have been on the cards? Um, obviously he, he, he rang us before uh, he did it and uh, obviously I, I was gutted um, but I understood 
I understood his reasons for it, uh, which will remain private, obviously, but the club's put that statement out. But yeah, it was, you know, it was tough because I, even though I knew him through football, I didn't know him personally. They got to know him well over the last eight to ten weeks. Obviously, we were away together in Holland for a week and got on great with him. And, you know, he's a, he's a great chap. I've spoken to him since, obviously, since he's left, and, I'll, and I will keep in touch with him. And I'll always be grateful because he he gave me a chance to come back and, and, and work at the club I've always supported. So I'll always owe something to Neil. Yeah, I mean, there was obviously a lot of kind of change over the summer, wasn't there? A lot of players left at the back end of last season. You know, effectively a, a new team that had to be put together. Do you, do you think this was always likely to be kind of a, a season of transition? Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be tough. We know that. We're under no illusions. Um, you know, a lot's been. Uh, um, we've got we've got a decent squad. You know, the girls they're here now. That's going to be until January. Obviously, the window's shut. It's the same window as the men's game. So, but all the girls that are here are, are tremendous hard workers and they want to improve, they want to learn and that's our job as coaches to try and get that little bit more out of them. But we know it's going to be a tough season. We know it was, you know, we were under no illusions at all and Neil wasn't either when he was appointed. Uh, this season's about, you know, getting a foothold again and getting them playing some decent football and, and trying to get some good results and listen, we're not setting targets, you know, top four, top two, whatever. We're just trying to take each game's problems and try and do our best and we'll see where we are, you know, come, come January and come the end of the season. I know you weren't at the game against Brighton because you had a you had a prior engagement, but that I mean that that win, I saw the highlights of it, and that that must have really lifted the mood. Yeah, it was totally, yeah. So I had a, I had a charity uh, engagement already, so you know all the credit goes to the to the staff with Vicky and all the other staff and the girls. They were superb. You know, there's nothing like a one 0 win. I was uh, I was keeping all updated on the way down back from Scotland, so the girls were brilliant, and they needed that after the last couple of weeks as well. Uh, but now. You know, the girls are more focused than ever. They, they know they have to move on. They want to move on. Uh, they're looking forward to the game on, on Sunday against Reading. We're going to do all the training this week on the training pitch and give them as much info and prepare them as much as we can. But, you know, when they cross the, the white line, uh, it's up to them. And, you know, they've responded since Neil's gone with, with two wins, albeit one was a penalty shootout. And, uh, you know, there's nothing better than getting a one in winning football. It's, it's great for and obviously a great moment as well for, for Rinzola uh, Babajibi to, to come off the bench and get the winner like she did yeah she does she's got talent she's got a lot of hard work to do though she's got a, um, she's got a really knuckle down now but you know she's got the talent there she's, uh, she's a big player she's, you know she's got a lot of pace and she's very direct she's got a rocket for a shot but she's, uh, she's got a knuckle down now and, and trying to improve even more and uh, she's got to realise what a chance she's got here at, you know it's a great club And it looked like a few of your players had a had a great night down at the uh, the FIFA Awards uh, on uh, on Monday night as well. I saw them picture with Mo Salah. Yeah, they had a great time. So Neve, Farley, and Jess Clark went down there, and uh, they were just delighted to be part of it. And you know, I think they went down with with a team with Mo and, and Jurgen. So uh, they, they've uh, I'm not in fact I have seen them this morning, so they don't look too bad. So uh, we'll, we'll see when we start training. Good stuff, and for you personally, you, I mean, what does it mean to you to be to be back involved with Liverpool? Obviously, after after no, so many years yeah, away, listen, it, it means everything. As I said, I've been associated with them for a long time, supported them since I was eight. Come up to Anfield with my dad when I was a youngster, lucky enough to play for the club. And my daughter's in the academy as a goalkeeper as well. Uh, do a lot of stuff for Liverpool TV, which you know the club have looked at is brilliant. They did, you know they didn't have to do that, but they've kept us involved. And as I say, it was, it was a privilege when they asked me to come back to the club and. You know, hopefully I'll be I'll be involved with the club for, for many, many years to come.
So you, your daughter Lucy following in her father's footsteps then? Well, she's better than me, she says, anyway, <laughs> so she's, uh, she's doing great. I, I sort of leave it to her. She's got her own goalie coach with Neil, Neil Smearden, who does the academy keepers. So, you know, she ever I mean, listen, we go down to the park, we go down the park every night and play football and stuff. But if she ever needs any advice, she knows I'm there, but she's doing just, she's doing just fine on her own at the minute. So that's, as long as she enjoys it, I always said that, as long as she enjoys it, that's all that matters to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, a lot's been made over the summer, the fact that, you know, with so many players leaving and if you go back four or five years, Liverpool ladies were the, were the dominant force in the in, in the Women's Super League. Do, do you feel from what from having come into the club this summer, is there enough support off the club in terms of the infrastructure there is now with Liverpool FC women? Well, listen, all I can speak of is from this season and, and, and Peter Moore and Tino's assistant and Susan, the, you know, they've all been down numerous times to the training ground they want to know what's going on they're looking to improve things you know off the pitch as well as on the pitch so all I can speak of is, is from this season and you know, the club have been very supportive and fantastic and as I said Peter Peter's been down to the training ground on numerous occasions and I think that says it all I think that says how important you know the, the women's team is to the club and uh, I'm sure that you know going forward things will be you know, looking to improve even more yeah and obviously you mentioned before next up Reading at Tranmere Rovers on Sunday Two two o'clock kick off. Um, what what kind of challenge are you expecting him from, from them? Well, they've not had a great start to the season, but they're an extremely tough team. You know, they've been very solid over the last couple of seasons. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be an extremely tough game. But confidence uh, as, is as high as it can be with what's gone on, obviously. But the girls are looking forward now, and all the other staff. Uh, but we know that you know, listen, on the day you need your luck as well. But all we can do is prepare on this week, and then we'll say I've said before, we'll say cross the line. It's down to the ladies, but we're as staff, we're more than confident that we know we're going to get everything out of the ladies. They'll give us everything they've got, and if that's good enough on the day, fantastic. If it's not, you know, as I said, we we know they'll give it everything they've got. In game football, you win, you lose, you draw. That's just the way it is. How how, how is it working out in terms of playing at Tramway? Is it is it good to be a bit closer to to Liverpool? Certainly, obviously, yeah, with, with Klopp's team playing the the night before, hopefully, plenty of people will be looking for a game to go and watch on on, on Sunday afternoon. What, what, what? Obviously, having I know you'd watched a lot of women's football before you came into the club this summer. How, how would you assess the the standard of the of the WSR? Uh, you know, we know the, the men's game and the women's game. 
but everything that we do here is exactly the same preparation as, as the first team. You mentioned before about injuries at the moment. Are you likely to have anyone back for the weekend? Um, I think we've got Radha back. Uh, I think she'll be back in midfield for us. Uh, Nifar, he's touch and go. Uh, but hopefully she'll be available as well. But yeah, we have been a little bit short over the last few weeks. Um, obviously, we've had some youngsters on the bench, which is fantastic for them. And that's what we're looking to do to bring the youngsters through because they are the future of the club and the academies and, and, and you know the development squad as well. So that's, And that will continue regardless of what players are bad. We, want, we, we encourage players to come down and get the youngsters up to train and to be around the first team ladies because I think that's fantastic for I remember when I was a kid training the first team is, is superb when you're younger so we are yeah. looking to do that more and more uh, but yeah it'd be nice to have some of the more senior players back that's for sure and, and yourself and Vicky are you still expecting to be you know, at the, at the helm for this for this Sunday or could there be an appointment before then? Um, I, I find it highly unlikely I think, uh, I think we'll be yeah I think we'll be there this week on the touchline uh, and then we've not got a game the following week so there's a bit of a break then so I'm sure the club, well, I know the club are working hard behind the scenes, and they will come up with, you know, the best uh, man or lady for the job. And uh, we're here just until then. But all we can focus on is Sunday, and then the club will take care of everything else, like they always do. Would you be interested in, in taking it on a permanent basis? No, listen, I've, I've not got the experience for it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm working my way through the badges at the minute. I'm enjoying doing my goalkeeper stuff. Obviously, I've got my goalkeeper academy as well. My own goalkeeper academy. You know, I do a lot of work for Liverpool TV, etc. But yeah, I'm I'm not ready for that at the minute. I think the girls need somebody with a lot more experience than me. Uh, but I'm listen. I'm privileged and honoured to have been asked to to help out along with the other staff because you know everyone knows how much this club means to me. So, but for for, for, for the future, yeah, no, it's, it's it's not for me at the minute. That's not being disrespectful. I, I just think that the the team needs somebody with a lot more experience than me. Great stuff. Well, thanks ever so much for joining us, Chris, and uh, good luck on Sunday. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. It was a bad night for the under-23s last Friday when they were beaten 4-0 at Arsenal in Premier League 2. But there was good news over Bobby Adekanye. The informed winger was stretched off late on, but he has avoided serious injury and he could even feature in the trip to Chelsea this Saturday. The under-18s will look to make it six wins on the spin when they travel to Stoke City in the under-18s Premier League Cup. That is followed by a trip to Napoli on Wednesday in the UEFA Youth League. And Barry Lutis' side will go into those games on the back of a thrilling 4-3 victory at Blackburn Rovers last weekend. Substitute Fidel O'Rourke scored a stoppage time winner after the prolific Paul Glatzel and Bobby Duncan had earlier struck. Thanks for joining me. We'll be back on Friday with our main Blood Red show. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.